All right, since I had somebody here while I recorded, Kelsey was sitting here as I did my Tuesday funnies, and she's like, you did, like, way too much sexual stuff. Like, it's pretty much your whole podcast is just sexual stuff now. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, you talked about this guy's boner, and you talked about, like, this and this. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, I'm aware of the problem. I've been made aware, and I'm uh, going to change and not talk about so much sexual stuff, so... Enjoy the episode, though, and all these sexual references. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast, brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. Tuesday Funnies in the house. <laughs> All right. This will be funny because you'll listen back and be like, oh, I'm sitting right there. All right. Sleeping bags and tents. What's the deal with the sleeping bags and the bags you put the sleeping bags in? Why do they make them so small? It's like... <laughs> The person that built these was like a big, (laughs) you don't even want to know what I wrote down. (laughs) Do you want me to say it? Are you recording? Yeah. Oh. Say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like you're a guy. Let's just say a guy. (laughs) A big giant dong. Okay. (laughs) You're obsessed with putting this in holes where it doesn't fit. And you're the person that created the sleeping bag bag. Because <laughs> you're like, this is my favorite thing. To watch people struggle putting this in this little tiny thing. <laughs> right? Mm. Like, what is that? Why can't they just make it like a little bit bigger? Then the tent bag is worse. <laughs> the tent bag is like this teeny little like pinhole. And then there's like a sausage trying to fit through it. I did it. Magic. Practice makes perfect. (laughs) Next. All right. Lifeguard boners. So back in the day when I was a lifeguard, I used to do swim lessons. And we used to have to put each other on these backboards. I might have told this one. I might have thought of this one, but. So the girls and the guys have to practice, like, if somebody breaks their back or their neck and they're in the pool, you have to put them on those backboards. So you have four people, so it was, like, usually two guys, two girls. But we were putting this guy on the board. And, like, I think there was a pretty cute girl, or maybe he's, like, just, like, at that age, you just get boners, like, all the time for no reason. So we put this guy on the board Pulled them out of the water because you have to put them, like, t- lift them out of the water like they're a prince or a king. Like, Prince Ali, 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 So he's, like, lifted above. And then you pull him out, and Prince Ali's got a giant boner sticking up, like, eight inches. It was literally, like, caught so perfectly that it wasn't, like, oh, sideways. No. It wasn't, like, sticking up. It was, like, caught like a tent. Oh, no. Like, it was, like, a circus tent. And there was, like, a show going on underneath, like, with, like, monkeys and (laughs) elephants, like, (laughs) it was weird. It was, like, some alternate universe. 
Isn't that weird? So this boner is just in my face. <laughs> Remember that one movie, Zoolander? Yes. Where we just watched yeah. it like a week ago? Mm. Where he's getting the massage and his boner's like dodging it. Like, <laughs> and that girl's trying to get it with that duster. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. And it came out of the water and I was like, ah! <laughs> What's up with Netflix now? They had like categories like romance. <laughs> fitness it's like action horror and now it's like 90 minute movies do you have exactly 90 minutes that you can spend on a movie these are all 90 minutes exactly it's like what is our like society turned into like we're the laziest fucking people ever like we can't just go look for a 90 minute movie we all have google but it's like now they need a category for us because we're that lazy they're gonna be like seventy minutes, sixty minutes. People actually are like wanting to watch a ninety-minute movie. Apparently, it's big. Maybe that's like the number one, like most watched movies. Ninety minutes. They're like, our data and our research shows that ninety minutes is what people like. This is a category. Ninety-minute category. This is a genius. I don't even look at that's, the time on the movie. I don't either. I just start a movie. Now I'm gonna start looking. But apparently, in our subconscious, we all pick ninety-minute movies. <laughs> It's the perfect length. Wow, these people are real smart at these places. Real smart with their categories. Okay. What you would actually say to somebody closing the door in your face? Oh, <laughs> this is <all. laughs> We were knocking doors. So when you knock doors, there's just some people that are rude. Like, so I go door to door. Like business to business, I'll go talk to strangers about solar. That's how I sell solar. And so sometimes you go to these doors and these people will like, you'll be talking like mid-sentence. They'll be like, not interested. And you'll be like, but anyway, the solar panels are going to produce more energy than you ever imagined. (laughs) They're like shutting the door in your face. You're like, did you ever look at the battery power? And the door closes. And me and Kelsey were talking about how... If you could say what you really wanted to say to people as they were closing the door in your face. I was like, Kelsey, tell me, like, what would you say? What did you say? Will you say it right now? No. Uh, so this is what I think in my head when somebody's closing the door in my face. Like, you are the rudest person. You think I want to be doing this? I have kids. I have a family. I have to support this. This is like the most humiliating ridiculous thing in my life that I have to be here knocking on your door. And not only am I knocking on your door, now you're slowly closing the door in my face like I'm not even human, like I'm a little bug, like you're trying to swat me and shoo me and squash me away. <laughs> have some decency! And I cry. Mm-hmm. How could you do this to me? I have feelings. Part of mine is like, get back out here and open that door. Right? Yeah. Get, get, open the door. Talk to me. I'm a human being. Get back out here. Right? Mm -hmm. It's so weird though, isn't it? It's a weird experience. How has it been? Like, what's your like thoughts about knocking on random strangers' doors? I feel very annoying. Like annoying. Like people don't want to talk to me but i'm like guess what i'm gonna talk to you anyways and then they start to close the door and you just keep talking 
And then once the door is finally closed, you're like, that was great. Then they got a ring doorbell. They're recording everything you say. So what you want to say is like, fuck you. You suck. But you can't. So you have to walk away and be like, I'm very positive. Positive affirmations. The next door is going to go better. <laughs> keep, you and I were Keep yourself door, positive. And we said something and then we both looked up and we're like, oh. Yeah. Because every every single door you're on camera too now. Uh-huh. There's no privacy. Some of them are hidden, so we didn't see it, and we were. I don't even no know what we privacy. were seeing, but it was not good. Do you know what I did one time on a door? Mm. This is before cameras, because I used to knock doors like back when I sold alarms. <laughs> I didn't like. I was I grew up Mormon, so I was just like, I hated not being able to do certain things. So sometimes when I knock doors in California. People would have their packs of cigarettes out. I would grab one and smoke it on their porch just because. Just because. Because I was like, I have to do something rebellious with my life to feel oh centered. Oh, my goodness. Is that crazy? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't drinking. I was, like, going to church on Sundays. I had callings, like, 20 hours a week, working full time. So I was bored. So I was like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Gross. And you'd smoke it and you'd be like, that was horrible. Gross. <laughs> but you sure were rebellious. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm cooler now? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> glad I'm dating you. Yeah. Oh, this one you're not going to like. Me? People like anal so much. They put on their profiles. Can't you take a double, can you take a double fist? This isn't about you, by the way, <laughs> at all. We always talk about how anal's really weird, right? Mm-hmm. Is that okay to say? Yeah, it's fine. At least we're not but getting double fisted. There's people now out there so freaky, and I've talked about this before, but it's like I can't help but just keep getting like more and more weirded out every time I hear about stuff. Like this one lady, she's basically like seen guys like multiple guys uh-huh. that want fists in their assholes <laughs> not just like a finger like imagine the process like this is what i picture getting two fists inside of a butthole is it two could somebody be double fisted was that know. something that had happened to somebody no just a one what's her face uh was just doing one i was just saying like it's gonna get to the point where people are gonna want like a double fist oh my where people, like, imagine, like, you couldn't even, like, poo anymore. The second it gets to a certain point, it'd fall out. It'd be so floppy. Like, you'd walk and be like this. <laughs> if you had two fists up somebody's bowl, imagine one fist. How does that thing ever close back up the same? It's not going to. It turns into a... It's like the opposite problem as a sleeping bag in its sleeping bag. <laughs> well, you never know. Women sleeping have bag bag. And like then... That comes back together, but I don't think buttholes were like made the same way. <laughs> like vaginas are magical, wonderful things, and buttholes were like meant for like pooping. <laughs> All you people that like anal, I totally support you. Keep it up. Butt sex for life.
anyway, all, all the numbers we all think we understand that we don't. So every time we go to the doctor and people are like, how's your vision? And I'm like, it's 2020. This one's a 20 and this one's a 20. What's yours? Mine's a 70 and this one's a 42. Oh, you really got to work to get to that 2020. Have you been eating your carrots? That's how I got the 20 and the other 20. Like, who the fuck knows what that means? We're all just like, yeah, doctor told me fifteen twenty. That's better than twenty twenty. What does twenty twenty mean? It means that the ones are twenty and the other ones are twenty, but the fifteen's lower than a twenty, and it's like golf. The lower, the better. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like your mark as a human being, like behind your eyes, a twenty and a twenty. Mm-hmm. That's your. Your logo, your stamp. But also, 126 over 70. They always tell me this one, too. So the other day I asked, I was like, what does this mean? Like, 126 over 70 is like my pulse? Is it my oxygen? Is it this, that? And they're like, it's your mass. CO2 that's going to be released into the oxygenated chamber. And then once it lifts its first wave of attacks against it, that's when it's going to report a 20 or a 30. And then if it's a... What the fuck are you talking about? It's like nobody knows what these numbers mean. Um, 20, oh, was I going to write something else about numbers? Oh, yeah, coordinates. Oh, yeah. So we went camping, and off in the distance, it looked like somebody was, like, trapped. Like, they didn't know where they were at. And it was, like, this blinking red and blue light. It looked like a police car, but it would, like, blink differently. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, beep, 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 boop, boop. Beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. So it looked like they were trying to communicate like ET, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just saying, like, what if it was somebody? And we should we call the police and be like, hello, coppers. <laughs> See off in the okay. distance. There's somebody that needs help. And they're like, where are you? We're on top of a mountain. Okay, like, can you name the road? No, but... Let me give you my latitude and my longitude real quick. <laughs> and then you lick your finger and stick it up in the breeze. Latitude 34. <laughs> lick your finger. Longitude 28. We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> the, the chopper shows up across the world and it lands and it's like, where are you? Oh, my God. Goodness, I got my latitude and my longitude wrong again. Hang on. <laughs> 174. Like, does anybody ever have any idea of this latitude, longitude? That's so crazy, though, like professions where they use it. Mm-hmm. If you're an, like a pilot or an astronaut, NASA, mm-hmm. we have to know latitude and longitude. That'd be fun for buried treasure. You have to get the latitude and longitude of the middle of the ocean where a ship went down. If you get it exactly right, you swim down. Millionaire. Wow. We should start learning about latitudes and longitudes. All right. We should look up all tre- all buried treasure in the sea. See if people have. You can just look that up. Google it right now. Let's Google see. All buried treasure. Say latitude and longitude of buried treasure and see if it pulls anything up. Hang on one sec, guys. Latitude, longitude, buried treasure. Let's share it with the listeners so they could look too if they want. 
Unwanted. Buried. Treasure. Ooh, right here, USA. What are you talking about? So, the latitude and longitude. Where's the buried treasure and USA latitude, longitude? Where's the what? That's not it. Ten treasure hunts. Mark two. I saw that. Dang, they don't have any. Mm -mm. They're not going to have the volts their secrets, huh? That's what we should do. Be guys that work on the ships. That give, There's and then we do. Colorado. You found the latitude and longitude? It says hidden treasure, Colorado. Does it give it? Let's see if it gets it. Then we can go look for it tomorrow. What the heck? So that'll work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Let's see. Except. Alright, this is it. If you want to go look for buried treasure <laughs> in Colorado. Does, oh. it, does it show? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. We don't got no buried treasure here. If I find it, I'll tell you guys. We could all look together. Um, we should all follow the birds. This is my last one, okay? Mm -hmm. They are leaving this cold-ass place for a reason. Humans were not made to live where it's so cold, you don't want to go outside for six months. Mm -hmm. Imagine these birds. They like sense that it's about to get cold and they're like, peace, I'm right. out of here. And we're like, not us. We built houses with electricity so we can stay inside of those the whole winter. Be miserable. They're like, uh, we're going to go fly somewhere warm, enjoy our lives, be outside, mm -hmm. breathe good air, and then we'll come back and hang out with you when it's warm again. And we're like... You're dumb. We don't have to inconvenience ourselves with moving. We can sit here. We're like bears. We are. But we like actually live through it. We have to go outside and we have to go it's to work. Worse. And then like our vehicles <laughs> that we've created can't even really get through it. So you get stuck. You get snowed in. Every other day is a snow day. It's so dangerous. You can't get to work or school. That's where we decide to live. And then, two or three months out of the year, this place throws ice balls at you from the sky. Oh like softball-sized ice balls. Yeah. And we're like, that's normal. We'll still live here. Like, think about how much God hates this place. He's like, that spot, throw ice at them every year <laughs> till it breaks at all their stuff. And not another And we're place. like, thanks, God, for the ice. We really needed it. And it's like this Christian town Destroying where everybody everything. believes in God, but then God's like throwing ice at us. Like, I don't like you. Go away. And we're like, we worship you and love you. And he's like, shut up. Stop singing to me, you weirdos. Throw more ice at them. See if they leave us alone. <laughs> Throw ice at that guy, that pastor. Get him. He's running away. Get him with the ice balls. <laughs> Anyway, the end. I love you. Bye.